Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to a Saturday edition of Inside Arsenal. I hope wherever you're watching or listening to this one around the world, you're having a very good start to the weekend. Got a little bit of time, of course, until Arsenal are back in action. Sunday is the game against Liverpool. Heading up to the Emirates for that one. Looking forward to it, although not looking forward to the journey back. If you go into the game, then do check out what's going on with the tubes because it is going to be an absolute nightmare getting away from North London tomorrow night. But it's a big, big game for Arsenal, of course, on the back of the two successive Premier League defeats. Need to respond, need to send out a bit of a statement, really, about what they're all about. And um, I am expecting a response. I'm certainly hoping for a response. To be fair, though, I was hoping for a response against Fulham and that didn't really come. They play as badly they did against Fulham tomorrow, then they're going to be handed a pretty big defeat, I would say, from Liverpool. So they need to get back to their sort of form. And yeah, I'm feeling quite good about it, I have to say. I'm sure you'll all come back and remind me on that tomorrow night after Arsenal have lost. But fingers crossed I'm right and Arsenal are going to respond and they're going to put their spot through to round four of the FA Cup. Got a bit to speak about in today's show. We'll talk, look at Kieran Tierney. He's been speaking about his future amid talk of a possible Arsenal return. Although I did say yesterday that I'd heard that there was that was not going to be happening. There wasn't going to be a return. And he's kind of confirmed that with his comments um, about what he plans to do. We'll look at some more stuff that Mikel Arteta's had to say ahead of the game again about Emil Smith-Rowe. For a start, look at some interesting comments he's made about the loss of Timber and Thomas Partey and what how that has impacted Arsenal's season and his plans to make Arsenal a much more unpredictable team. We'll look at what he's had to say and explore what he could mean about all that. Got a few questions and comments from you guys included as well. All right, so let's get started, shall we? And we'll start with Kieran Tierney, who, of course, is over in Real Sociedad at the moment, where he's spending the season on loan. Just come back from an injury. Uh, he's been out for a while with a hamstring problem, has just come back. Um, and there's been lots of talk about Tierney recently with Arsenal's issues at fullback, with Tomiyasu now going away to the Asia Cup with Japan, with Zinchenko um, missing through injury at the moment, although we're not sure yet if he's going to be back for the Liverpool game tomorrow. Of course, with Yuri and Timber out for the 
you know, well, we don't even know yet, but still out for a very, very long time with that cruciate ligament injury suffered on the opening day of the season. So there's been lots of talk. Will Tierney come back? Will Arsenal look to recall Tierney? Because um, they are looking at potentially signing a left back this month if they can find one on loan, perhaps. Um, and lots of people say, well, why are you doing that? Why don't you just go and um, bring Kieran Tierney back from Spain? You've got a top quality left back there, international left back, who um, has served Arsenal very well in the past. Why don't you just go and get him back? My understanding of it was that that wasn't going to happen, that all parties wanted the position to stay the same with Tierney, and that was for him to stay in Real uh, with Real. And he has now confirmed that speaking yesterday. He says, several people have asked me if I was going to return to Arsenal. And the answer is no, I'm going to stay here for sure. As for staying here longer, the decision is not mine. But the only thing I can say is I love playing for Real and I'm enjoying it very much. Everything is fine with him, Mikel Arteta. Last year, I didn't play and spent a lot of time on the bench. But this is football. I have no problem with it. I had almost no injuries. I played about 30 games, many coming off the bench. Everyone knows that the Premier League has much more money. All clubs competing in the league can buy footballers for 30 million euros. That's the big difference. But when it comes to quality, I don't agree about the difference between the leagues. I think La Liga has extraordinary footballers. So Kieran Tierney really enjoying his time out in Spain and he does not want to come back to Arsenal. And as far as I was aware, Arsenal had no plans to bring him back anyway. And... I think when you can look at that and think, well, what, what are they doing? Why why is that the case? Surely if you want a left back, rather than going and just signing anyone on loan, just bring Kieran Tierney back. And I can understand that viewpoint, but I can also understand the viewpoint of Arsenal and Tierney. Perhaps we were all feeling this relationship between club and player is coming to an end. And the best thing for him, the best thing for Arsenal is him to stay in rail, play well, put himself in the shop window and then potentially a deal can be done in the summer to sell him on a permanent basis. And if he came back to Arsenal, you might get the odd game at the moment as cover for injury and stuff like that, but he'll soon find himself on the bench. He'll soon not be playing. And then what's that going to do to any potential chances of selling him in the summer? There was no market to sell Kieran Tierney last summer. The idea of sending him out on loan was him to play well, put himself in the public eye, put himself on the market, and then there's going to be a much bigger market for him to leave at the end of the season. If they brought him back now and he ends up just sitting on the bench again for the remainder of the season, you're going to be in the exact same situation come the summer that you were uh, 12 months earlier. So I think it makes sense for him to go out there, uh, to stay out there, and um, that he's clearly enjoying his football. Yes, he did suffer another injury, which ruled him out for quite a long period of time, which is a shame because he started well with Sociedad, but he is back now. Um, and uh, hopefully he can have a good second half to the season. So that's what Kieran Tierney has had to say. Lots of you have been sort of getting in touch and asking about Tierney. There's Matt here, he says, in question, Charles, we all recognise the squad is looking thin at left back and in midfield because of injuries. We also recognise we don't have a huge amount of financial headroom to do radical things in January. I'm sure we'll be looking at loan options as a first solution, but players who can genuinely operate at a level required are generally not going to be available on loan in January. We do ourselves have Tierney and Sambi out on loan who fit the positional profile we need. Could, should, would Edu and Arteta consider bringing one or both back from loan early? I've been quite impressed when I watched Sambi play for Luton recently. I think he can cover both six in a dual pivot and the eight role. Tierney is obviously a player most of us rate and like. If we don't have money, FFP, headroom, these options surely have to be looked at. Really good question there, Matt. Well uh, well put together. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I've given my reasoning for Tierney potentially staying at Real and why that makes sense, really. And I think the same comes, uh, same can be said for Sambi. You know, Sambi's future at Arsenal is, it just doesn't look like there is one. And so they need to try and drive up a market for him. And that's not going to happen with him sitting on the bench. And the whole idea of going out to Luton again was him to play, play regularly, show what he can do, show that he can cut it in the Premier League. And then potentially you can make yourself a market for a player who just hasn't worked at Arsenal. Yes, he's still young. He's a talented player. He's a nice player. 
when you watch him it's the sort of word i always so put together when it comes to sam it's kind of like nice but i think you need more than that certainly to be an arsenal player in this in the, when you're competing for the top honours and I'm not sure he really has that to be that player at Arsenal certainly not yet anyway I think he's doing perfectly well at Luton again just like Tierney he got himself a really nasty injury that he's just come back from now he's playing again if you bring him back to Arsenal he might fill a hole occasionally if you need him but the majority of the time he's just going to be sitting on the bench not playing and I'm just not sure that's really worth it so I think it's best for him just as it is for Tierney to stay at Luton to continue playing regularly and then come the summer I think if a good offer comes in for Sambi Lukonga, then uh, I think he'll be moved on and uh, and will be finding himself a new club. So, yeah, really good question there. Matt, well put together, as I said, and that's why I think, personally, it's probably best that they both stay where they are. But if you guys disagree, let me know what you think in the comments below. OK, looking at these two now, if you're watching us on YouTube, Thomas Party and Yuri and Timber, some interesting comments from Mikel Arteta that went live at 10.30. They're in the embargo part of last uh, of yesterday's press conference uh, where he was talking about what the sort of absence from party and timber has meant and this is what he had to say on timber he said it was a huge blow everyone could see from day one what he was going to bring to the team the versatility the quality the leadership and an ability that we did not have in the back line um he was then asked did the injury mean that you haven't really we haven't really seen yet your proper tactical vision for this season on the pitch and he said we saw it a little part of it but he was only available for pre-season in the first game and then on Thomas Party, he said, look, that was a huge blow as well, losing Thomas. We had other plans as well with him to become very versatile and unpredictable in our way of playing. We have not had them, and that is difficult. We have them in the building, which is a joy, but we have not had them on the field as much as we wanted. And I thought those were interesting, especially when he talked about Thomas Party there, where he said we had other plans of, as well for him to become more versatile and unpredictable in our way of playing. Now, we know that Thomas Party started the season playing at right back, much to the annoyance of a lot of people, myself included at times. Um, and those sort of comments make me think that that possibly wasn't going to be the end of the Thomas Party right back experiment. I don't think he was going to play there all the time, but I think the fact he could play there and Mikel feels like he could play there. I think we certainly would have seen it throughout the season had Thomas Party played fit. And when he talks about being unpredictable, you know, in the big away games or the big games against the big teams, such as this weekend, I think if Party's fit, then you absolutely know what the midfield would have been. It would have been Thomas Party, Declan Rice and Martin Odegaard. Um, and had that been the case, had he been fit, I think we probably would have seen Kai Havertz playing as a central nine more more often than we have. Um, I think the fact that Party's not been there, Havertz has always kind of played in the left eight role, has very rarely played as a central nine, as we saw at the start of the season against Manchester City in the Charity Shield, when Thomas Party was in the team in midfield. That allowed Kai Havertz to play as, as the nine. I think we would have seen that a lot more this season had Thomas Party been fit. And obviously in some of the other games, I think we would have seen Thomas Party playing at right back and that would have allowed Ben Wright White to have more of a rest. And that would have, you know, Mikel Arteta's plan anyway, would have allowed Arsenal to have more control of the football uh, in and around the pitch. I don't think it would have gone down that well. It certainly didn't at the start of the season, but I thought they were really interesting comments. Um, and just the loss of both of those players, it certainly has hampered Arsenal's ability to be as unpredictable as they certainly wanted to. A big part of Arsenal's summer transfer business was to make them more unpredictable. And losing Timber and losing Party has had a major, major impact on that. Because Timber, you know, one day he would have played left back. Another day he would have played right back. He potentially could have played centre back or even in defensive midfield. Party would have played right back, would have played midfield. That would have allowed Havertz to move around the pitch more and play in different positions. So the loss of those two players and fullback is so important to the way Mikel Arteta and Arsenal play. 
and operate have certainly been a big blow to Arsenal. I thought those were really interesting comments from Arteta about that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, on Emil Smith-Rowe, quickly, Mikel was speaking about this yesterday. I didn't speak about it in yesterday's show, but I thought it was quite important. He was asked a bit, I think it was Kaya over at Football London was asking about Emil, and um, he was talking about how close he was to leaving in the summer. Mikel said it was never part of our plans. Um, he then asked, look, if Emil came and asked you to leave, would you stand in his way? If he wanted to go and say, look, I'm just not playing enough football, would you stand in his way? And he said, they sort a two-way conversation all the time with players. I love listening to them about how they're feeling, what is best for them or what they want to do because you really have to be aligned with them and how they are feeling and have, how they have to feel important. This is the biggest part of the season to play now and we have to be patient. He will have his chances. Uh, and he was then asked about, you know, if he'd ever stand in any player's way if they wanted to go. And, you know, I've heard, Guardiola talk about this before. He said, if a player comes and asks me to go, I'll never stand in his way. Mikel didn't really say that, but he talked about it. And you can see, if you're watching on YouTube there, you can see the response he gives. But he says, you know, sometimes it's not always down to the player, what they want. Sometimes you can give them and then their their views change six months later. And that can happen with a manager as well. But I thought the first two comments were really, really interesting. I mean, as I reported at the time, Arsenal were adamant that Smith Rowe wasn't going to go in the summer. They made that pretty clear. They sat down with him and his agent at the start of the, at the end of last season and said, look, you're not going anywhere. You are part of the plans. I think the key thing now is when Mikel says, look, we're in the biggest part of the season and we have to be patient and he will have chances, is hopefully he gives him those chances. Not just him, other players as well. Give him those chances to try and impress. Because uh, if you don't give him the chances, then they're never going to be able to do that. And then you've just got a player sitting around doing basically nothing, which doesn't make sense, especially when it's a player of the quality of Emil Smith-Rowe who can give you what Emil Smith-Rowe can give you and has proven to given you in the past when he's fit. And right now he's fit. So worth using, in my opinion. Right, team news ahead of tomorrow. If you haven't caught up with it yet, obviously the big, big game at the Emirates in the FA Cup, biggest game of the round, you would have to say, Arsenal versus Liverpool. Uh, looking at the latest team news for Arsenal, we wait and see on Alexander Zinchenko. Arsenal are going to assess him today after the final training session. If he's even ma- manages to be a part of it, if he is, then I'm sure he'll be available tomorrow. If he's not, then, you know, obviously I can't see there's any way he's going to play. But Mikel saying yesterday that they will make the decision on Zinchenko today after a late test. Uh, we know there's no um, Tomiyasu, of course. He's with Japan at the Asia Cup. We know there's no um, Mohamed Oneni. He's with... Egypt at the Africa Cup of Nations, obviously no Yuri and Timber as well, no Thomas Party. So those are the options Mikel is going to be without when it comes to tomorrow's game. Uh, with Liverpool, no Sir Bosley. Klopp has already ruled him out, no Endo, he's away 
at the Asia Cup, no Mo Salah. Um, he's away at AFCON, trying to think if there's anyone else for Liverpool who's potentially out. Um, looks like, yeah, no Joel Matip, no uh, Andy Robertson, of course. Uh, Samis Kass, who got that injury against Arsenal in the league, he's out. No Thiago as well. Looks like Jota might well start the game, a player who loves scoring against Arsenal. Um, interesting to see how Jurgen Klopp lines his side up tomorrow in that without Mo Salah. Who plays on the right? Will it be... Um, could it be Harvey Elliott? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it's going to be interesting to see how Liverpool cope without Mo Salah, not just tomorrow, but in the next month or so in the Premier League. So that's the latest team news. I will pop on tomorrow, my sort of pre-match preview show in the morning. We'll go through predicted 11s, that sort of things. But that's the latest team news ahead of tomorrow's game. Here's one from RSPY6VM, who says, if Zinni is out, my team would be Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel Kivior. Jorginho, Odegaard, Rice, Jesus, Havertz, Trossard. Uh, interesting forward line there. He's got my Havertz. He says, experiment of Havertz as a striker and Joss and Jesus on the wing. Wouldn't be totally against it. Again, just doing something a little bit different. For me, I would still stick with the same forward line in this game at home. I think they've got something to prove. I'd, I'd, the midfield is exactly what I'd go for. I'd have Jorginho, as I've said, coming in for this game with Odegaard and Rice ahead of him. And then, but then I'd go Saka, Jesus and Martinelli for one more game. If it doesn't work in this one, then maybe some changes are needed. I like the idea of Havertz at nine. I think they should have done that against Fulham instead of taking him off. He should have moved Havertz to the central striker. It's something we need to see a little bit more, I think, especially in games if they're not panning out the way Arsenal are hoping. It is just another option. It gives them something slightly different to aim at in the centre. Um, but other than that, yeah, ramsdale Raya is an interesting one. Lots of people believe Raya will start because it's such a big game for Arsenal and such a big game for Arteta after the two defeats. So he's going to go very, very strong. And of course, his number one choice goalkeeper we know is David Raya. I still think Ramsdale starts this game. Mikel wouldn't confirm that in yesterday's press conference. He just said you'd have to wait and see until Sunday. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see who starts in goal. Uh, but let me know what you guys think. Like I said, I'll do my predicted 11 tomorrow. But do let me know in the comments below who you think should be starting in this match and why. What changes do you think Mikel Arteta should make? Let me know and I'll include some of them in tomorrow's show. Um, here's one now from Heisenberg. It says, you see, Charles, you were against the club selling party in the summer because he said it made no sense, even though we all knew he has a high chance of always being injured. He has done nothing this season. The club should have taken 30 million from him in the summer and signed a replacement. Yeah, the fact the club would have taken 30 million, I think, from in the summer and signed a replacement. But the issue is there that 30 million didn't come in for Thomas Party in the summer. Arsenal were open to selling Thomas Party in the summer. I, I reported that fact. I didn't like the idea. I hoped, obviously, forlorn hope is proven to be that he would stay fit and he'd be a really key player for Arsenal this season. That was my thinking. Um, again, maybe stupidly thinking, but, um, you know, that, that was my view on it. But the actual view of Arsenal, as I reported at the time, was that they were open to selling Thomas Party. They weren't desperately sort of calling for offers and putting him on the transfer list or anything like that. But they made it known that they were quite open for Thomas Partey to go if an offer came in. But an offer like that, as you said, 30 million didn't arrive. Had it done, I think they probably would have taken it. Um, but it didn't. And so he stayed. And it's, it's as simple as that. So I don't think my view on it um, really reflects what the club should have done because the club would have done what you said if a bid came in for him, but it didn't. And I think their position will be exactly the same come the end of the season as well. And that's it from today's show. Thank you very much for watching or listening, everyone. Do have a very good start to your weekend. Like I said, if you're heading up to the Emirates tomorrow, please do remember, as I said, check out those train, train strikes because it is going to be very, very difficult to get back from the game. And if you can't make it,
because of that and you need to get rid of your tickets make sure you put them on the ticket exchange because we need a big full loud stadium tomorrow hopefully cheering arsenal on to a very exciting victory until then tomorrow everyone until tomorrow have a great day i'll speak to you soon Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.